choose the path that awakens your heart and ignites the fire in your soul. Welcome, and thank you for listening to Into the World We Go. I'm your host, Marky Alfonso, and I am here to help guide you into the most beautiful world of the unknown. And yes, I said unknown. And together, we are going to reprogram just how incredible the unknowns of our life can truly be. On this podcast, we will be shedding away layers of living beliefs that we have built around the unknowns of our dreams and goals. Through myself and guests' real-life stories and experiences, together we are going to rewire our minds with love, courage, freedom, and understanding. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy a little slice of encouragement and inspiration you have been needing to start owning your birth-given right to live freely. All right, I am back. We are back. And by we, I mean you guys and me because I'm sitting here by myself and recording. Um, If you are new to this podcast, welcome to Into the World We Go. I'm your host, Mark Alfonso. And this week is going to be a solo episode. Um, So before I dive into everything, um, I just wanted to let you guys know um, a switch up that I'm going to be doing. I will not be releasing episodes anymore on Mondays. I'm going to be releasing them now on Wednesdays just because it's what works best for me. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'll just be going from your Monday morning motivation to your Wednesday midweek wisdom, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. Um, So yeah. Anyway, so what's been going on with me? Um, I've been kind of busy. Recently, my mom came to visit Nevada um, along with my best friend, um, one of my best friends, Bobby, um, which was awesome to have both of them here. Uh, I'm not sure you know, how well you guys know me, but something uh, my best friend and I love to do is we love doing photo shoots. So we um, went over to Valley of Fire. So if you've never been there before, I highly recommend it if you're on the West Coast or you're coming to Nevada. Um, and we did like just a fun little photo shoot. Um, so it was just really nice to like get out there. I like doing photo shoots and it's something I haven't done in like a really long time. Um, and I just think it's a good thing to do to just kind of take time to make yourself feel good and, and kind of build that confidence. And, you know, also like for me, it kind of like focuses, it brings a lot of light to how much of a critic I am to myself. And, you know, I, I try, I'm trying really hard to not be like that. And so doing things like that kind of exposes it. But for me, it's like, okay, like, you know, like, listen to the people who are trying to build you up instead of listening to my own inner critic, because you're always going to judge yourself worse than than anybody honestly judges you. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then my mom and I, um, we did some exploring. Uh, we drove down the Vegas Strip. Um, we didn't walk it because there's a lot of people and, you know, COVID. Um, but we did actually get to take a picture with the Las, the Las Vegas sign, and um, we went to... Uh, Uh, Red Rock Canyon, which is also a really awesome um, spot to uh, visit in Vegas, which, interesting enough, um, I, when I, my uh, husband and I recently went this past week into Red Rock Canyon, and I was uh, standing next to um, a tour, and the guy on the tour was saying how, um, you know, outside of Nevada, people think of Vegas as the Las Vegas Strip. Um, but the people who live here, when they think of Vegas, it's actually Red Rock Canyon. Um, and honestly, living here, like that's something I've learned is that and noticed is that like there's so much to Nevada and honestly, even just southern Nevada, because I really haven't even explored a lot of Nevada yet. Um, 
that it's like so gorgeous it's so much more than just the strip you know the strip's cool and stuff you know um it definitely serves its purpose but uh the nature here is just absolutely incredible i mean I go 15 minutes, my husband and I and our, our dog, Chloe, and it's just honestly incredible. You know, we'll be at Lake Mead in, in a short time and, you know, we just have a beautiful lake and, and some mountains and it's really, really beautiful. So, um, yeah, if you ever find yourself over here, those definitely are two spots um, to visit. So, yeah, that's what's been going on with me and I've just kind of been going through a transition transition phase um and so usually when I go through things like that like I try to just take time to tune in and slow down um you know I mean that's pretty much the only thing I could do to try to process it not that like transition is always bad but you know so one of the things I've been doing is trying to get back into exercising and just you know eating differently um I call it more uh intuitive eating so it's not necessarily always eating quote-unquote the best things for you but eating what makes you happy um but also makes you feel good so yeah those that's what's been going on with me so this week I'm gonna I was thinking about it and I want to kind of share more of myself with you guys and you know as the weeks progress you're gonna hear more from different people that I've interviewed and I was thinking you know um, for you guys to also learn and know about my into the world experience so um, this episode I'm gonna start my into the world experience I'm not gonna kind of do all of it today um, as the people I've interviewed know and and I'm sure anybody like think about being asked that question what's your what is your like into the world experience you know that's such a loaded question um and fortunately I can do this on a couple of episodes so I'm going to take advantage of doing this on a couple of episodes um and yeah so that's what I'm going to talk about today is kind of what my into the world experiences and the start of kind of who I am at this moment in my life. Um, so I was, I've been thinking about it a lot and, and like, where do I want to begin? Like where, where does my into the world start for me? And I want to say like, it was probably like my grandparents to be quite honest with you. Like they, they had like some of the biggest influence on my life. And I think a lot of it too, was the fact that by the age 16, I lost all my grandparents. And so I spent like a lot of like my teenage years and 20s, like just wanting to honor their life and, and kind of live out experiences that I know that they wanted in their life, but you know, the world just had a different path for them. And so um, I remember I, every time I kept asking myself like into the world, into the world, like this one vision that I kept going back to, this one place was me and my grandpa, my mom's dad. And it was just him and I eating dinner, my mom, and my brother, I'm not sure where they were. And um, I believe my dad was at work. And I asked my grandpa, I said, if you had one place that you could visit in the world, what would it be? And he said that the place that he would want to visit is Spain because that's where his grandfather was from. I mean, his grandfather, that's where his father was from. And I asked him why he never, never got there. And he said, it just wasn't in my, my path. It just wasn't in my cards. You know, I, I ended, he, him and my grandmother, um, they had six children, five living. And, um, 
when they were going to travel in their life, when they finally were getting to that point where they raised their children and they were going to travel, my grandmother unfortunately got sick with um, cancer and ended up passing away from it. And so they never got to experience that. And my grandfather lived eight years, um, eight long years without my grandma. And so it was during, during that eight-year time, eight year time span is when I had asked him these questions. And so I guess um, for him, he had already decided that that's not something he's going to do. You know, that was something he wanted to experience with his, his love, his partner, and he didn't get to. And so anyway, so I, I had asked him that, and he said Spain, and it just left like a huge imprint on me. And, it, and in that moment, like it just felt really important for me to like visit the lands of like my my ancestors and my family and um and also just to like experience that you know experience that 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 lifestyle and you know what my grandparents wanted to see and weren't uh, unfortunately were not able to and so um actually year like long before that I remember my mom will tell this story too of how as young as I was like I don't even know like probably like five years old or whatever I would tell her like you know I'm not gonna live here forever you know I'm gonna move away mommy like I'm I'm gonna I'm leaving <laughs> and she's like I know like you gotta do you you gotta do you um and so it was interesting that years later my grandfather said that to me and another thing during that time that was um that was said to me that was like really profound to like my development and and my into the world experience was um and it's one of my favorite stories is I um I was coming downstairs and my grandfather was talking about loving yourself and I scoffed at him and I was like love yourself like that's weird what like I like I'm not gonna love myself like that's weird like ew whatever something immature and he looked me dead in my eyes and he was like, oh, because I said, I, I don't love myself. And he looked me dead in the eyes and he said, don't you ever say that. If you don't love yourself, nobody could ever love you. You need to love yourself first. That is the most important person to love is yourself. And honestly, like in that moment, like that was like, wow, like, holy shit, like, what does that mean? And so there was lots of moments where like, um, that's where it kind of started intertwining where this like want and desire to travel, this need like this strong need to, to travel as, as young as like a kid, you know? Um, and then also like being aware of this like self-love journey, right? So I, I'm still like young, I'm in my like preteens <laughs> at this time, but it like it started bringing like huge awareness to, okay, like what is this like foreshadowing? And um, so, I, you know, I went on with my life. I, I, you know, graduated high school. Um, and, you know, I went through things that, you know, most people go through in their high school years. Um, and a lot of them were profound um, moments in my life, but not stuff I want to like spend time on, on here. And um, it was about when I was about like 18 it, is when I started to have this moment of like, I'm not happy like this isn't working for me and I was I started working at like the age of six age of 16 and I was working like a lot like I was killing myself to put myself through school and I was struggling like hardcore to get through school to pay for school to go to work and like I just was not happy and honestly in that time like I I truly did not love myself like I I was more numb than I'd ever been in my entire life and there was a moment where I was like leaving class and I looked up to the moon and that was like it reminded me of when I was like a child when I would like lay in bed and some nights like 
the moon would like the moonlight would wake me up as a kid and I would like get up and just stare at the moon and I was 18 years old at this time and I look up and I just feel like the warmth of the moon and that was like the first moment where I really realized that like my grandparents my ancestors like they were protecting me and like that's where they lived and like I was not alone and like I had more to live for than than what I felt like in that moment and so like that was probably like a really profound moment and of my um, early adulthood of wanting to just starting to do more but I still was like holding myself back a lot of like so many fears like I don't have the money to do this I don't have the money to do that like I'm always gonna just be a failure like I had such a harsh like failure mindset like and it was just really unfair honestly like really unfair how I would treat myself um and I say this this way now um at the young age of 21 years old I was putting so much pressure on myself of like I am not doing enough with my life I need to move out I need to get out now I do believe that I needed to travel for sure but the pressure that I put on myself like looking back like now that I'm like almost 30 like I look back and I'm like oh my god I can't believe that I really like put pressure on her like that like like you needed to move out of your mom's house and everything so Anyway, I I decided at 21 that I was going to move away to Ohio with my um my ex-boyfriend and at the time like I thought like it, he was the one this was going great um but I really wasn't like listening to any any signs that were pointing that maybe like this wasn't the right path um but I went anyway and you know honestly with saying that I don't I don't regret any decision I've ever made in my life and I also don't I I am a firm believer that every choice and path I take is never a wrong one it's it's always what is meant for me to learn um and so I took that leap of going to Ohio but the interesting part was um was school was what was my main motivation um and school actually attached to my my dad's parents and um and wanting to to honor their lives they my grandparents were deaf and and so i dedicated 10 years of my life going to school learning the language learning the culture um of american sign language and deaf culture you know beyond just what i was like raised in because there was so much like yeah like you grow up in that world but like to go to like a class and actually like learn it and study it like is a whole other experience and you know i was really grateful to do that so um, another thing I realized is that that school gave me was school gave me my motivation and drive to travel and that's where I realized that it was both my grandparents who gave me this like drive to travel because if it wasn't for them like I don't I wouldn't have had number one like a reason because back then in my life when I like my early 20s like I, I always felt like like you have to have this reason you have to have a good enough reason to travel or to do something drastic in your life and what I learned is that no you don't you don't have to have a reason at all other than the fact that you want to do it or you feel called to do it um, but back then like I felt like I really had to and it was a blessing in disguise because that's what got me to Ohio and it's what led me to to learning that I wasn't with the right partner either and I learned that <clears throat> although he was a great person I was a great person just because you're good people or you love someone does not mean that that's a reason to stay with someone you know and and also just because you guys go through shit together that is definitely not a reason to stay with someone you know like that like you are meant to serve certain roles in in people's lives and 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 then you move on from it and so 
I had to learn that, you know, the hard way. <laughs> I had to move all the way to Ohio to learn that lesson, but you know, I did. And um, you know, when my world came crashing down, like I was so hard on myself again, like I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm a failure. I'm 22 years old." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. Like how could I do this? Like everyone's so ashamed of me." And blah 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 blah. blah. And, uh, and that's not what anyone thought. It's far from it, but only I thought that. And so I moved back home, um, and I was just really, like, hard on myself. And I had really self-destructive behaviors that were not serving me at all. And I wasn't taking care of myself. And that actually started back in Ohio. And that was, you know, I was like, yeah, I need to get home. You know, this just isn't working. This situation isn't working. Um, and so when I got back home... I decided to tune in for a while. I took some time off from work um, and I tuned in to myself. I started just taking time of doing movement in my body and just wanting to build a better relationship and figuring out like, why do, why do I have these like destructive behaviors, you know? And why am I putting so much pressure on myself? But I still continue to put like a lot of pressure on myself. Um, and so when I got back home, I, I lived there for about a year and a half. And my drive for, for school, um, you know, is what kept, kept making me want to, you know, do, what, do whatever it ha I had to do um, in order to get my degree. And that's what I kind of felt like. And so I um, was working a job that I really did not enjoy. It was just you know, times where it was just not always easy for me. And so I decided to switch jobs. And then I started to work another job that, um, the job itself was great, but I just was like not a good match for it whatsoever. <laughs> um, and like literally I would spend like my lunch breaks just hysterically crying and it was so bad. And like, I remember um, at the time, John was still uh, my boyfriend and he was like, he was like, babe, you really, you got to quit this job. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you don't cry hysterically on lunch every day. <laughs> like, And so I decided to, you know, put my tail between my legs and quit the job. And I went back to the other job. Um, but before I went back to the other job, I told myself that I was like, listen, like, and I said it to John and I was like, listen, if I'm going back to this job, like we need to have a plan to leave. Like I cannot, I cannot keep doing this. I cannot keep settling my life like this and I went back to my old job and I set intentions and I started to apply to jobs in New Hampshire um and fortunately actually I, I forgot to mention um earlier that October I had visited a school and decided on a school that I wanted to go to um but I wasn't, we originally were not planning to move to until the summer. And now the reason for this, and actually this started going back to Ohio, is like moving's really freaking scary, like really, really scary. And honestly, out of all my moves, Ohio was the scariest one. And, you know, a lot of it had to do with the fact that it was the first one and not knowing what your life's going to look like after and how much things are going to change. And, you know, and so I put like I built it up a lot with Ohio, like almost too much where it was like it made it really hard to leave. And so New Hampshire, when before moving to Hampshire, I was about to like almost do the same thing. But it was like the universe was putting all these obstacles in my path, like of being like, nope, like you need to go now, like your time's now. And even my own mother was like, because I texted her um, when I was like, really, like I was like, I'm going to leave this job. And before I went back to my old job and she was like, 
what are you waiting for like why are you staying here you know like you already know what you want to do you already know you want to leave don't like apply for jobs to where you're going and so I was like okay that's what I'll do and so I started to apply to jobs and John and I um I called my job and I was like hey I'm not coming back and I left um I left for um I think I left for about like we we went up to New Hampshire for about five days before I went back to my old job and we searched for apartments I applied for jobs and then I went back and to New York and I worked at my old job for about two more weeks and then um, him and I moved to New Hampshire and that was honestly one of like the best decisions I ever made in my life and is choosing to just get up and leave and not make this like big extravagant plan and make a big deal out of it. Um, you know, if you listen to episode number two with Erica, she mentions about, um, you know, not telling, not telling everybody everything and how important that is. And while I do struggle with that, there were times in my life where like I did do that and it really did benefit me. And moving to New Hampshire was one of those times where like, I I mean, I told like the people I needed to tell, but for the most part, I pretty much just got up and left with my then um, boyfriend. (laughs) And that was, like I said, one of the best decisions I ever made in my life because that's where I really started to find myself. And that's where like, I really started to make these connections of like, what my purpose is now for now in this moment, you know? Um, Cause I don't, I don't know if I've said this before on this podcast, but if you follow, follow me on TikTok, you might've heard it. Um, but I don't believe that per, like life purpose is like this over like this grand thing. I, I believe that we have life purpose in moments. And, and so that was my purpose then was being in New Hampshire and having that spiritual awakening. And it also led me to a path of like really great people, um, that I was meant to meet. Like, for example, my soul friend, um, Amber, uh, which actually I meant to say, and I meant to mention this at the beginning, um, her and I, uh, used to do a podcast together, which, um, we might go back to do it. But anyway, we released our final episode that we had actually recorded three weeks before I left, um, New Hampshire. And I'll get to that part of the story in this one, but I do want to mention it because it just like, boom, like struck my mind. Um, so you can listen to that on Spotify, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's called Speak Up Podcast. It's the guide to your soul. Um, and on that episode, I actually talk about a lot of the things that I ended up doing later on um, and, you know, the power of intention. So anyway, go listen to that um, after you're done listening to this episode. <laughs> All right, so back to my uh, into the world experience. So I was led to a path of um, many great people. And it living in New Hampshire was what started my spiritual awakening, like truly. And that's where I really started to open up myself to like the universe and, you know, spirit and things like that. And, you know, like I, I've said on previous episodes, whatever you call it, that's for you. Like, I, I want to be very clear that what I say, like, these are my beliefs and I'm not saying it for, for anybody to take ownership or believe for themselves. But when I speak of it, that's like just how I speak of it. Okay. So just want to say that. Um, but yeah, so I had my spiritual awakening when I lived in New Hampshire because, um, I went back to school. So no, I started hiking. That's where it was. I went on like, like we started hiking and that was like 
to realize like what my body can do and how I could push my body and then receive like these most magnificent views that I've ever seen in my life. And if you have never been to White Mountains, New Hampshire, please do yourself the favor and go because it is absolutely stunning and beautiful, magical. I miss what the White Mountains so much. Um, and so I started hiking and I started pushing my body's my body, I only have one, <laughs> um, in ways that I've never pushed my body before. And it really started to open up my world, opening up my connection to Mother Nature, Mother Earth, Spirit, like everybody. Um, but a lot of it, like I really didn't understand and I was still really clouded by a lot of like my self-sabotaging and I was in, I was back in school. That's where I met a lot of, um, my friends in New Hampshire and I met, um, some friends at my job too. Um, I also met one of my amazing friends, Robin. So if you're listening, hello, Robin, (laughs) um, who like these people really like changed my life truly. Um, and I was still, I was in school at the time and I was really, really struggling. And that's where me and my friend Amber started talking about like higher self, inner child, um, inner critic, ego. And like, these are all things like I've heard, but I didn't really like understand what they meant. And honestly, like for me, like that's where like, for my story is like really important for my into the world experience because that's where my my world changed is when I learned those terms where I learned what that meant what it meant for me like when I learned who my inner child was and who my ego was and my higher self like my world like started changing and I started learning how to like talk to myself and the ways like I would do it I would do it like through nature and stuff and so in my time in New Hampshire like I, I had a lot of profound growth and healing spiritually emotionally mentally and I realized that a lot of my purposes while they were like career driven or school driven they had like way deeper meanings more than I was ever able to understand even at that time and I'm still even learning now you know but back then like I I I was so scared still you know I still I put so much pressure on myself I, I had such a poor bad failure mindset that even when I was like passing with flying colors I still would tell myself I was a failure and that's why when I started learning about like my inner child and all that it was so profound for me and it was something I I really needed to to know about because you know that that anxiety for me like that that anxiety that hurt that pain that those cries for help like I always like fed it with hate and anger and I finally fed it with love and understanding and it was really emotional and it was really hard you know um that like anybody who's gone through a spiritual awakening knows that it is not an easy journey and it is messy and it's ugly and you go through many spiritual awakenings um but you know as you go on and you learn more about it and you open yourself to it and i'm not saying it gets easier but you just understand more that's happening um and so I started to fall in love with nature and make that connection and I started hiking by myself and and I started just trying to heal myself and heal myself from from the punishment and the pain that I caused and and like the hate like I had so much self-hate like I I can't even describe to you you know like I like a lot of people would be surprised to ever live in my head and maybe that's how a lot of people feel about other people you know you'd be surprised of the things that you know the inner critic can do to one um and so like my healing journey was probably one of my greatest 
moments of my life of like realizing like I need this like I really really need to heal and I deserve to heal I I deserve to heal and I deserve to be happy and I do not deserve the punishment that I keep enduring and I keep forcing myself through like I keep holding myself like accountable for things of, that I didn't know you know like they're like I think like we we put ourselves at such a high expectation and we don't give ourselves the benefit of the doubt of our age like or or where we're at or what we're going through and so you know I I was learning how to be kind and and shedding sharing kindness with myself and through that I would do that with hiking and um, you know, a lot of times I hear that like movement is like masculine, but for me, I, I use movement actually from a feminine approach. Um, and that's just like how I connect to my feminine side actually is through movement. Um, and maybe it's because, you know, like I have trouble like always saying staying still and whatnot. <laughs> um, so it helps me to like do movement because then I could stay focused in my head more. Um, and so that's why, like, when I would do, like, hiking and stuff, I was able to really connect deeply, um, and, and especially with my feminine energy. And so, anyway, um, through New Hampshire, after, like, the course of, like, five years, like, I finally built up this place of, like, you know, I... I know there's more for me outside of here and I love this place so much and I'm so thankful for this place but it's time for me to go and that was like the next like scariest moment of my my life is realizing that oh my god like I need to leave I need to leave New Hampshire and I love this place so much and it's helped me so much and it's so safe you know one of the things I love so much about New Hampshire that I did not like about Ohio um, was that I was closer to my family. It was so easy for me to get in my car and go. And that was like one of the things that was also beautiful during that time of New Hampshire is I felt like I got to build my relationships with my family and my friends and, you know, find myself during those times. And, you know, I, I went through ups and downs, but I got to do that and heal and grow with these people that I love, you know, and people I grew up with and then also new people I met. And so it was terrifying to me, absolutely terrifying to me to, to consider and think like, oh my God, like I have to leave. Like I, I've truly felt in my heart, like I, I don't have a choice, like I have to move and I have to go. And, and you know, it's a scary thing when like spirit comes in and says, it's time for you to leave. And no matter how scared you are, like for me, when it when spirit says it's time to go like i have to go because if i don't follow that I, like i know that i'm never going to be happy and that's something like I, that was a feeling I've, I've felt ever since i was a little girl that was the feeling i felt when i was five years old looking my mom in the eyes telling her i have to leave i have to travel and that's the same feeling i've felt my entire life and every single time something doesn't feel right or i need to go or you just need to take action no matter what anybody says to me like i just i have to do it because I know for a fact that if I don't, like, I'm the one who has to wake up with that and, and go to sleep with that. I'm the one who's going to have to live with that regret. And and I rather go and do things and fail completely than to live with, like, oh, my God, what would my life been like? You know, I don't ever want to be like that anymore. And there was times in my life, in my younger life, where I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm turning into this person and, you know, looking back, I was so freaking hard on myself, you know, I was young, but, <laughs> um, 
yeah, it was extremely scary for me when when it, when I was told it was time to go again. Um, and that's uh, that's where I'm going to leave it for this week. And I know that you know a lot of you, you know, obviously the restless stories. I do end up in Nevada, but um, you know, I kind of want to go into more detail of that experience for me and that those like last two years of my year, two years or year and a half of my life building up to getting to where I am today and and doing this courageous thing. Um, but that's where I'm going to end it. I do want to send love to you guys and wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, whatever you're wanting to go after, just take time to tune in. You know, don't don't feel like you have to rush. If there's anything that 18-year-old Mark Lena could tell you and 21-year-old Mark Lena could tell you is that set those intentions, but you don't need to rush. You know, um, you don't need to put that pressure on yourself and you're exactly where you're meant to be. And when you take that, that when you set those intentions when you when you make those connections and you put that out that you want to do these things and you start taking those actions you will start receiving these blessings in your life you know you just need to be pra- patient with that process and patience is the one of the if not the hardest lesson of life so be patient i know it's hard but we got this all right, so I have cards for you guys, as I always do. Um, let me see. So this one um, is kind of a long one. My capacity to tune in to the energy of love gives me the words I need when I am ready to speak up, the compassion I need when it's time to forgive, and the, po- the power I need when I am lost. And the next card is, I surrender to a power greater than me. And I also feel called to pull um, for my spirit animal deck. I'm actually not going to um, read to you what the animal, the spirit animal means. I want you guys to actually listen to, to the, the card, listen to the animal, kind of just see what that resonates with you. What do you think that means for you? And then, you know, go and look for the meanings and stuff. Sometimes I find that, like, what I feel is not always what exactly what it means, um, but there's always meaning in your interpretation, and trust that meaning in your, inter- trust me, trust that meaning in your own interpretation. You are a very in tune being, you know. Um, we just come from very human, uh, what am I trying to say, like human... Uh, perspective that's the word I'm looking we te- we tend to always come from a human perspective but we are all very intuitive beings so trust what you th- what feels like comes up for you and then also go and look up so I'm gonna do it live a card for you guys <clears throat> all right so the first card is firefly and the element is air and I'm gonna do one more card and the next card is mouse um, and the element is earth 
One last thing before you guys head out. I just want to share with you something else that I've been doing that has been super helpful during this time in my life of transition. Um, I started, I joined um, a goddess circle that is ran by my lovely friend, Amber Louise Dolenbath. Um, and this goddess circle you could find on her Instagram page. I'm going to link the Patreon um, link in the show notes. Um, so you could click it right there, or you could also go over to her Instagram and click the link in her bio and it'll take you to the Patreon page where you could sign up. But this goddess circle has been so helpful of just connecting to myself, my honestly my womb my spirit um it's just a beautiful space um once that's held once a month on the new moon um to just kind of start new beginnings connect with people um like-minded women um who are also going through transitions in their life and are just craving that connection you don't need to know anything you don't need to know anything about spirit or goddesses or womb or anything like that you just need to be open to show up and want to heal and want to grow and want to connect and um, another great feature of the goddess circle is that we also um, have a group text that we um, can talk to each other uh, every day Um, and and I've love that the most Uh, it's been really nice to have this like group where you could kind of connect with other women and and kind of talk about things you're doing things that you're wanting to do things you're going through um and then have these ceremonies and and uh, monthly calls on the new moon so if you are interested you're craving something like this in your life too go over to amber louise dolenbath's instagram page like i said i'll link everything in the bio um i mean i'll link everything in the show notes um and yeah all right guys i will see you next week um and next week will be uh an interview episode so um in two weeks you will get my rest of my into the world story all right bye guys thank you for listening to into the world we go your love and support means the world to me if you would like to help support this podcast more please head over to apple Podcasts and spotify and subscribe leave a five-star rating and a review If you are interested in being a guest on future episodes, you could direct message me on Instagram at intotheworld.life. To connect more with me, you can find me on TikTok at intotheworldwithmarky. Be well, be brave, be patient, be kind, be weird, and most of all, be you. Sending you love and light.